We're unabashedly obsessed We've got to get it off our chest Please sit there and be quiet Hey everyone Hey guys Um, it's, it's, uh, James and Aaron here from Unabashedly Obsessed We're recording not in the same room you can you can tell that because uh, where I have things on my head and stuff, and it's making me uh, not think about how I normally think about being a host of an of a podcast. Yeah, I know it feels kind of weird, but you know you got to do what you got to do. Exactly. So I'm going to be out of town for eight days, and yeah. so we were not going to be able to record this in the same room, right? And also not be able to record an episode for this week. Right. So we decided to put together an outtakes episode. Yes. Although um, when when they hear this, you'll be back. Well, I come back late the day before this episode goes up. So you're already back. I'm already back. Right. But I didn't think How was that your we trip? Should... It was so awesome. Yeah? It was so great. Oh, my god! It was gosh. so good to see Douglas. Hi, Douglas. Oh. And it was good to hang out with Vanessa. Hi, Vanessa. And, and what was one unexpected thing that happened? Douglas, so we went to see the Kelpies uh-huh. and the wheel that I can't remember the name of, but it's like a big Edinburgh landmark kind of thing. Okay. And Douglas brought his dog, Albus. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Hi, Albus. Hi, Albus. Um, and, you know, we were taking him for a walk around those things. And um, at one point, he pooped on Douglas's shoe. Oh, my gosh. Albus. Like, just totally missed where he was aiming for, which was, well, I don't know. Maybe he hit what he was aiming for. But, yeah. yeah, he missed the ground. Yeah. Got it right on Douglas's shoe. Oh, man. The classic, that classic event in your in your trip. Yep. We'll okay. be talking about it for years to come. <laughs> 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 so, yeah. So, at any rate, we weren't going to have time to record a separate episode. We've been kind of compiling some things that didn't make it into other episodes. Right. Um, so, that's what this episode is. But first, I imagine before... We'll do it. This will this will be the first of this kind of episode, I imagine. Yeah, but first, I believe James has a no context correction for you. Yes, in the Pokemon episode, um, I was talking about like sort of my introduction to Pokemon and like how I got into them, and I was remembering incorrectly, it turns out, that there was this thing called Pocket Monsters, which uh, I read in about in Game Pro, and I thought, and I think that, and it may be that Pokemon is also is also short for Pocket Monsters, but. Actually, uh, we got a correction in uh, someone listened to uh, an episode of ours uh, from the Still Buffering podcast uh, group that we're on on Facebook. Right. And uh, their name is K.R. Middleton on the on the group. Um, that may be short for something to preserve anonymity. But they said, uh, I don't know if anyone answered your Pocket Monsters game question, but it was called Monster Rancher. Uh, so that to refresh your memory, it was the idea is you load this game in, and it kind of. I think it kind of like infects the 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 system you're using so that you can like or you no this is what it is you load it in and then while it's on you unload it and load another game and from that it keeps playing the the monster rancher game except it uses the data from the other game you've put in to make a monster so it like farms data from your other game exactly and creates a monster out of it so so they said uh, the one monster I remember was when you put in this one golfing game my uncle had, you got a one-eyed, one-legged monster that looked like a golf ball on a tee. 
Also, when your monsters died, their soul floated up through the roof of the barn they slept in, and then you found them in the morning and had a funeral for them. It traumatized me for years. Okay. (laughs) Um, Yeah. Yikes. They they, uh, provided me with a a game uh, FAQ is about Monster Rancher, uh, which I can I can put that up on the. We'll write down all these all these things to to post when this episode posts, Um, and they also provided a YouTube uh, link. So we can we can put both of those links up. Uh, well, we will have put them up. Yes. So Monster Rancher is what I was thinking of. Uh, but I think it's such a weird and interesting concept for a game. Sort of much more so than... I mean, Pokemon is an, a weird and interesting concept for a game, but like it's not like meta software farming yeah. thing. So, yeah, this sounds really interesting. Yeah, yeah kind of want to play it. Well, I at least, yeah, I at least want to see, I don't remember what system it was on. I feel like it was on maybe, like, I don't know, I don't know. Well, I mean, I'm, I also, I also haven't looked at this YouTube video, so it may be very clear what system it was on, so. Right. Yeah, I need to <laughs> well, watch that video. A, a no context question of the no, ton- non, no context <laughs> oh, question. So anyways, uh, thank you. And that's when we know it's time to shut down the podcast. Exactly. Uh, thank you, Kara Middleton, so much for, uh, for, for getting that back to us, because I'm really yeah. happy that, that that now we can know about that. If you've played Monster Rancher, uh, you should uh, comment. Either you should join our Facebook group because you should join our Facebook group anyway. Right. Uh, unabashedly obsessed with unabashedly obsessed, but especially join if you've played Monster Rancher and you have experiences. So far, we yeah. have a story of a golfing game provided a one-eyed, one-legged monster that looked like a golf ball on a tee. Can you top that? Can you? Not you. I mean, you. I. I can't. Okay. Not Sorry, yet. this this whole talking on like FaceTime thing is weirding yeah. me out. I can't tell if you're pointing at me or somebody behind me. Oh, I should look at my here. I'll look at my computer when I'm talking to the audience. Can you? Is that good? Is that better? Yes, that's much better. Okay, that's I'll do better. that from now on. Okay. So that's that's my no context question. Okay, I don't think I have any from the things that I've been editing. So enjoy. Yes, uh, and and if you like this format, let us know because. We sort of only keep stuff aside when we're cutting things when we remember to do it. Right. But we could be more vigilant about that, probably, and it would it would result in probably more shorter and streamlined episodes and also more robust outtake episodes. Yes, yes. Oh, I also wanted to point out that I actually am unabashedly obsessed with outtakes, like like blooper reels. Oh, are you really? I, I love them so much. I, I think I've, I probably knew that. I quote... Uh, episode uh, friend outtakes, like from the, from Friends. Yeah, yeah. Um, almost as much as I quote actual episodes of Friends. <laughs> <laughs> okay. My, my friend Mark. Hi, Mark again. Hi, Mark again. Would come over before school in college, and we'd just blast through like one or two seasons of outtakes of That's Friends. That's great. That's great. Indeed. So this is so good that this isn't just. A random, hey, we didn't have an episode, so here have this trash that we yeah. pulled out of the garbage. <laughs> um, it's actually this. I was thinking that this is going to be like the equivalent of like when I feed my kids cereal for dinner because Kevin is going to be home super late and I'm just done being an adult. Uh, you mean awesome and well planned and a great idea and healthy? Is and, cinnamon and, toast crunch healthy? Uh, it has toast in it, and toast is practically like the most healthy thing of all time. I, 
and that is science right I'm, there. I'm a scientist, so anything I say is true. Okay, so let us know if you like this format. Bye. <laughs> yeah, I actually didn't. I don't. I think the first time I ever burned something was right before I went off to college. Yeah. Um, I burned a copy of my mom's uh, Simon and Garfunkel Live in Central Park uh, album, I which. Remember... Yeah. I, I wonder if you're about to have the same memory that I have. No, not even remotely. Oh, okay. Oh, about burning something. Yeah. Okay. Well, I played you uh, the first, the beginning of that of that live album of, of Simon and Garfogel, uh-huh. and then you made me turn it off because you said that's not them. Because it, the, it starts off with uh, Mrs. Robinson, and you know they're like twenty years older. Than... I don't like live music. That's fair. <laughs> that's fair. I want it to sound just like it did on the CD. And they're and again they're like twenty years. Older than they were when they recorded that, so they sound twenty different. years older, right? And you're like, it was really funny because you're like, nope, off, that's not them. I'm like, but it you're is. You're like, like, but it is them. I'm like, nope, nope. And then not in my head canon. Yeah, exactly. No, my my thought was the first time I remember burning something was making a bunch of copies of CDs. I burned a bunch of copies of CDs and printed out the labels mm. to stick on them for Alice as a birthday present. Oh. That was a nice birthday. I remember present. it was Third Eye Blind. Yes. Like I think was it their self titled? Uh huh. That had like Jumper and There's Third Eye Blind has Life and one great album, one fine album, and then three more albums which I don't know. So I remember the great album. Yes. I burned Yourself or someone like you. I think so. Because that... you were super in and with good reason you were super into that album. Was I? Mm-hmm. I don't remember being super into it. I just remember listening to it. Well, here's I would I no, you're right. I went through a phase where I was like all about Matchbox Twenty. Which can I tell you how funny the season finale of iZombie right? was to me? Right? Because we were like Rob Thomas. Kevin was like, "Is that the creator?" I was like, "No, I think that's unless it's the creator pretending to be Rob Thomas who does Matchbox Twenty. I'm pretty sure that's the Matchbox Twenty. Guy looking not at all the way I remember him because I remember Again, him from 20, 20 years, years ago. ago. Right, exactly. <laughs> and then he got eaten. They connected with the Veronica Mars movie because people were like, Rob Thomas has a Kickstarter to, to reboot Veronica Mars. And he had to be like, no, 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 no. Not, the Veronica Mars Rob right. Thomas, not the Matchbox 20 Rob so Thomas. So Rob Thomas, Matchbox 20 tweeted Rob Thomas, Veronica Mars, and they like yes. did a video together or whatever. And I think oh, that's I what happened. Yeah. I have a specific memory of standing at the foot, like, on the ground, but, like, next to the stage. Uh-huh. And talking to you about Matchbox 20 and being like, oh, my gosh, Aaron loves music just like I do. Which nope. was super funny. Nope. Now. But I Aaron like, loved the first half of Matchbox 20. Which... Yourself or someone like you. We have to, we have to admit... Was... Is, like... Best Matchbox 20. Holy like crap. Like, it's um, an amazing... First half of an album. I mean, I have fond memories of Mad Season. Okay. Like that album. Yeah. There were a bunch of songs on it I liked. There were a bunch I don't honestly remember. Yeah. But they, I had... They front-loaded... Orlando and I might have had our first kiss. Hi, Orlando. Hi, Orlando. Mad Season. Okay. I made him a mixtape that had Mad Season on it, and I think that's why. Boy, Orlando. Good job, buddy. Stick for the for the record, we were in my truck, and I'm pretty sure I was playing that album, aiming for a different song. Okay, <laughs> I'm just saying, like, I feel like I have a good idea of sort of Orlando's wheelhouse of musical tastes. Oh no, that was my CD. No, I, I was know. Playing in 
but my like, car. Like, and he would be quick to be like, if he, when we were in my car playing CDs and stuff, uh-huh. he'd be like, oh, I don't like this song. Next. Oh no, he just let me go with whatever. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and that's why you never got a kiss from me, Orlando. But you did get one from me. A couple. <clears throat> Welp. So, um, I, all of my no context corrections are going to end up always being like a week late because right. I learn them. I, I find out what they are when I'm editing. Right. So I don't actually have any idea how to use Pandora. We were, we had been talking about why I have so much Wonderwall. Yeah. And I think the problem is that I never, I've never created my own station. I just go to pre-made stations. Okay. And so I'm not like, I want to hear things like Backstreet Boys. Right. It's always, I just go to the Backstreet Boys station. So I think that's but you, part and you of don't, why... But you don't thumbs up or thumbs down or anything? I do. You do thumb. yeah. I thumbs up Wonderwall one time. Right. Speaking of Wonderwall, I tried to listen to the Ryan Adams cover of it. Not a fan. 47 seconds. All right. I didn't dislike the Down in a Hole cover as much. Good. Probably because I don't actually know the real song. Right. So to me, th- it wasn't a cover, it was just a song. I don't, I think you would actively not like the Austin Chains version. It's entirely possible. But yeah, so I think I just really actively don't like Ryan Adams. I mean, that's fair. I know that um, Andy, hi Andy. Hi Andy. um, Is is something of a fan. He's at least the only person that I've ever known that has been like, here, Ryan Adams songs. Other than like, um, you know, Taylor Swift. Right. I'm still mad that she let him do that to her album. Eh. I mean, As somebody who has absolutely no musical background or taste or talent or whatever, I find what he did to her album to be an abomination. What I said it, an what, abomination. What I feel about that album, his cover album of 1989, is that it made me like her original album all the more. Well, yes, because so, hers wasn't terrible. I think. I think <laughs> it's a weird, and we don't need to. We don't need to really harp on this or anything, but it's an interesting phenomenon, that album. Yeah. Because it's... Hers a, or his? Uh, his. Because what is the... It's the, the target audience is people who are too cool to listen to Taylor Swift, who don't like Taylor Swift enough to listen to Taylor Swift albums, but like her enough to listen to songs she wrote, but would prefer it coming from a man's voice. Like I would assume that his target audience is people who like both him and Taylor Swift. I guess so. Which is probably an almost equally small segment of the Venn diagram. I mean, like he's. I mean, clearly he does covers. I mean, right. Like that's something that he that he is right. clearly doing in his career. He's also. Um, I don't know if we've talked about this. He is very prolific. Like since two thousand one, he's probably released ten albums or something. Oh. Like. I guess that's that's not a lot because that's that's, that's fifteen lot. fifteen. But like, there was a time when he was releasing like, here's the spring Ryan Adams album, here's oh, okay. the fall Ryan, like two a year, like all this stuff. So probably ten is probably fifteen. I bet Jeez. I bet he's averaged a, an album a year since since two thousand two thousand one. Man, but I like, had never heard of him until Mandy Moore married him. Right, right. He's a yeah, all country sort of situation. I don't know. My, and and like you and I have talked about this, but my issue with, aside from the fact that I just didn't generally care for the sound of his cover of 1989, I wanted him to either change all of the lyrics to reflect a male perspective or leave them exactly as they were. Right. And he did a weird 
mishmash of changing some lyrics for no reason that I could discern. Right. But then leaving others completely alone when they would have been more appropriate to change if he was going to change things. Right. And that really bothered me. I wanted it to either be completely pure yeah. or just make it your own. Right. And I, I would, you know, if, if I can weigh in, I would prefer completely pure. Same. I'm, Same. The, I'm, I'm the guy who prefers the version of House of the Rising Sun where the male singer is singing from the female perspective like Bob Dylan or Dave, Dave Van Ronk. So House of the Rising Sun I is... I think I've only heard one version of that song. You've heard, you've heard the Animals version, which Probably. is um, a version where they've changed it to be from a male perspective. It was originally okay. from the perspective of a girl who's found herself in New Orleans and her, her mom, like, basically her dad left. Her mom's like, I was in, you know, when I was your age, I, I found myself in this House of the Rising Sun and right. it, you know, I sold, you know, it's, it was bad news. So now here you are, so good luck. But uh, the animal's version is, you know, a, you know, it's like, I'm, there's, there's one line where it's like, it's very, it's like a, I'm just a, a girl, I'm, it's not, I'm just a girl, because that's no doubt. <laughs> anyway, so I always thought it was very interesting to hear the Bob Dylan and Dave Van Ronk version. So basically, this guy Dave Van Ronk wrote the song, okay, and then Bob Dylan super stole it and made it super big, because it was like, it'd be like if Ryan Adams had an album called 1989. Okay. And then in the same year, Taylor Swift covered it and it blew oh, up. Got it. Okay. Like, like okay. so then Ryan Adams couldn't play his album or songs from that album anymore because people were like, why are you ripping off Taylor Swift? And he's like, but that's my song. That's my song. That's what happened to Dave Van Ronk. Got like, it. Bob Dylan got super popular and the folk scene in the 60s was like, like the punk scene in the 90s where it was right. like, you're not real folk, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Why are you trying to rip off Bob Dylan? And Dave Van Ronk's like, I wrote I that wrote song. song. <laughs> it's my song. So then, he, so then uh, when the Animals covered it and made it even bigger than the Bob Dylan version, Dave Van Ronk was like, eh, gotcha. Like, because he was like, see, this is what it feels like. Screw you, Bob Dylan. But then, you know, it was Bob Dylan, so he turned out okay. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> but, so I, my, I guess my real problem with 1989 is I don't understand... What who it's shooting for, and I guess yeah. you're right. I guess it's for fans of Taylor Swift that like that album, but wonder what it would be like to have Ryan Adams cover every single song on it. <laughs> <laughs> I feel it's like very niche market. Yeah, I feel like it would have been fine for him to cover. Well, no, Blank Space not because that was the one with the weird like backflips he had to do about like shirt. Or, no, um, that was uh, Wildest Dreams was the yes. one where it was like. Not skirt, let's change it to a shirt, and like yeah. all this stuff. Anywhere where he had to do the weird, like what you're talking about, like right. the weird gymnastic, the gender gymnastics, we can leave off and, and, and have some of, like, one or two songs on a covers album of, of songs from right. the 2010s or whatever. It would be there fine. Were, there were a couple other spots where he changed lyrics, not for a, a gender flip or anything. Like, he just changed some words. Right. And it's like... And I was like... Oh. And, like, I actually backed it up and listened again. And I was like, that's not how the lyric right. goes. Because I remember calling you, like, in the middle of listening to this. And I was like, I can't finish this album, James. Yeah. I listened to about half of each song, and I can't finish it. Yeah. I have it on my, my random number sheet to, to listen to again after, you know, after it's been, set, you know, yeah. like a year or something. So we'll see how that goes when the when the number finally comes up for that. Good luck. Yeah. Godspeed. 
It may be that I'm like, oh, what's that you said, random number generator? The Taylor Swift album of 1989? Okay, here we go. Hey, everyone. Hi. Welcome to a special, very special edition of uh, our podcast, which is called Unabashedly Obsessed. The one where Aaron gets super, super squeaky. (laughs) Oh, my. (laughs) Not on purpose. (laughs) We are uh, driving in a car. We are. We're road tripping. We are road tripping, and uh, we are driving down to the Richmond area. Should we say that? Yeah, Yeah, why not? Yeah. By the time any stalkers hear this, we'll be gone. Yeah. I'll lock the car door, just in case. (laughs) Just in case somebody's hearing this? Yeah. Which we are just now recording, have not published yet. Yeah. And we are currently going 60 miles an hour, 65, yeah, 70. like 65. Way, way faster than anybody could feasibly break into the car. Right. Got it. Okay. Doors are locked. Good. All right. Thanks for looking out for us, James. <laughs> <laughs> Don't get so engrossed in this conversation that we get pulled over. I will not. Okay. I will not. Because that would, I mean, it could make for some entertaining podcasting, <laughs> but... What's that red light, son? Uh, nothing. Is that a microphone? No. It's, that's the off light. For what? The, the off-light for what, young man? Uh, uh, the car. What? Okay, carry on. <laughs> <laughs> well, that checks out. <laughs> I mean, you might confuse him so much that he'd be like, alright. Have you been drinking? Nope. You say meow? Meow? <laughs> <laughs> meow, why would I say meow? I, that's as much of the joke as I can go. I can't, I can't. That's the whole joke. Yeah, I, I can't keep going with the whole scene. That's it's been a, a while since, I haven't seen Super Trooper since college. Yeah, but. I think same. Big Sam. Yeah. So. I wonder if the rumble strip we just went over picked up. Let's find out. Here we go. Rumble strip. Well, it probably didn't pick up because you were saying rumble strip over it. (laughs) So it may as well have picked up. It may as well have. It may as well. And then James is going to say rumble strip every time we go over one. You you got that right. Sorry, guys. Now I am. Sorry, guys. Skittles. No, I'm just joking. There's no Skittles. There's no Skittles. I did almost bring Skittles. Mark bought bought us Skittles. Did he? Nice. Hi, Mark. Hi, Mark. Um, we're going to see you in all of Yeah, we're going to see you soon. Uh, well, by the time you hear this, we will have seen you. Yeah, it'll be in the past. I really want her last name to be Stanky. It is not, her last name is not Stanky. On The Simpsons, uh, Milhouse started dating a girl uh, on the episode Bart's Friend Falls in Love named Samantha Stanky. Who played her? Uh, no one of note. Okay. It was before... It was in the it was in the years where being a guest voice on The Simpsons was a shameful thing. Okay, there was an episode that Christina Ricci did a voice for, and I thought yes. that she played Millhouse's somebody. Did she play somebody's girlfriend? Um, was she a girl? Christy, Christi, she was a girl. I think, Who was potentially also a friend I of think someone? She was on the. I think if I'm remembering correctly, and Andy had better be yelling at the at the at the podcast right now. I believe Christina Ricci was the was the voice of the girl. In Lake Potagamset Port, which was in the episode Summer of Four Foot Two, which is the one where he does the sprinkler, and we talked about it in the summer episode, where okay. Milhouse is like, my favorite kind of sprinkler is the one that goes... We did not talk about that in the summer I may have episode. just talked about that with my wife recently. Yeah. I think you maybe talked about that to, like, to yourself. No, I definitely <laughs> talked about it with someone who, who, who surprised me by knowing what I was talking about, okay. so I thought it was you, but maybe it may have been my wife. Um, anyways, there's an episode, one, one of my favorite episodes of all time, I believe Christina Ricci is the voice of Aaron. That's right. Yes, that sounds right. Um, the 
the girl of the friends that Lisa makes in Lake Quatagops Airport. Yes. That sounds she, famous for the line like you know whatever. Yes. That sounds vaguely familiarish yeah. also. But no, Samantha Stanky I think was just voiced by Some random random actress. Like, maybe one of the one of the voices of the other characters. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah. So Oh, the things that we have we have rediscovered through this podcast. Like my Ninja Turtles CD. Like your, well, your Ninja Turtles cassette tape. Cassette tape. You guys. You guys. <laughs> so, was what? it last week? It, it was because you were listening episode. to the, you were editing the summer episode, and then I think the way I imagined it is, you were listening to us talk about it. Remember how we were talking? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, they heard it because it was on the podcast. Yeah. We had that confusion about the Ninja Turtles soundtrack. Soundtrack versus the Pizza Hut tape. Right. Right. So I got on eBay, and for five ninety nine plus shipping, I found a mint condition, still shrink wrapped, unopened cassette tape of the Ninja Turtles nineteen ninety coming out of our shells tour soundtrack. Yeah. And I bought it. Yep. And James ripped it to CD for me. Yep. And we listened to it when we got in the car. And you guys, it's so amazing. It is the most 90s thing. It's so good. That exists. Like, when when uh, Joey Lawrence is like, I'm feeling nostalgic, but how can I possibly be nostalgic for the 90s any more than I already am? He puts on Coming Out of Their Shells, it's the Teenage Mutant so Ninja Turtles musical soundtrack. Good and so bad. Like, it's really bad, you guys, but it's so good. It's... I wish that there was a legal way for me to... It feels like that is something that we could probably put, play a little bit of. Probably. Because probably. I don't think that beyond eBay there's anyone that's really paying attention to the copyright <laughs> status and infringement of coming out of their shells Yeah. Ninja Turtles musical. Like, I would like to just put it up for like on the blog but we probably can't do that we could put it up the for whole a little thing. bit we could see is, is it on youtube i feel perfectly fine putting a, a youtube clip up it might be on youtube i will look that up but not right now i have done enough googling while trying to talk is that a dog yeah oh puppy he's probably he's probably just he's going out to run for mayor He's not really a puppy. He's like a St. Bernard, like, yeah. full-grown adult dog. And he's just walking down the sidewalk. Yep. Oh, I kind of want to stop and get him. But. Uh, we, we should rescue the dog. Um, he's probably on a quest. To be rescued and snuggled by us? I, or I did a road trip to Ohio with my cousin in college, and we rescued a whole litter of puppies. Aww. We tried to rescue their mom, but she didn't want the Girl Scout cookies I offered her. She ran away. What? It was the only food I had. So you took her puppies away from her? Well, no. So... We pulled over, like, she was, like, on, like, running up and down the median. Okay. And we pulled over and tried to get her to come to us, and she got scared and ran away. And then as we were driving, I called, like, the local police number and, you know, told them there's this dog. She's, you know, like, clearly has recently had puppies. Right. And, like, you know, she's running up and down the highway. Like, we're kind of worried about her. Send animal control to see if you can catch her. And they did. But as we were driving past that, we saw this, like, hill on yeah. the other side of the highway. Yeah. And a cop chasing a bunch of puppies. Uh-huh. So we, you know, turned around in the median and went over to help him. 
Yeah. And it was him and I think there was a lady who was also helping him chase the puppies. And basically she had been feeding the mother and the puppies had, like it was a, it was a stray, uh, the mom was a stray. Right. She'd been feeding her because she obviously, like she could tell that the mother had puppies. Right. And, you know, needed to eat. So. She was a, a dog OBGYN. Right. No. No. B-I-N-G-O-B-G-Y-N. No. No. <laughs> nope. Nope. She was oh, not that. Can you please name the, the, the episode? <sighs> so Jennifer and I pulled over and we got out hi, and... Jennifer. Hi, Jennifer. And we, like, helped them, like, catch the puppies and the cop guy had gotten, um, I guess, animal control or the dispatcher or whoever had radioed and they were... Like, actively looking for the mom to reunite her with these puppies. Okay. But, yeah. So, and, like, the woman had had said, you know, I'll take them back to my house. I just, you know, I saw them running down the hill towards the interstate. Right. So, the cop may actually have been, like, the, the officer who was responding to my call. Oh. Like, they were going to send animal control and also an officer who happened to be in the area. Yeah. And he got sidetracked because he saw these puppies and assumed that's what we were calling about. Um, the puppies were very cute. What kind of very puppies? Very fluffy, very fluffy ones. Um, I don't know. Okay. They were they were mutts. They they were like teddy bear fluffy, sweet puppy face puppies. Oh, I know um, that. Who that's, smelled that's... so bad? Ugh. Like we had to pull over at a gas station, change our clothes, oh. like sponge bathe our arms as best we could in the gas station bathroom and then get a plastic bag from the gas station attendant to put our dirty clothes in to put them in the trunk because these dogs smelled so foul. Oh my God. Um, all of this to say, why haven't you turned around so we can rescue that dog? That dog is already running for re-election and we are locked off. I think dogs should vote. Dogs should vote. You don't watch Monster Factory, so that didn't mean anything but to you. But that doesn't mean I don't support it. Stephen and King's really great, you guys. He really is. He really is. Suck it, Ash. Good job, James. It sounds like I'm saying suck it, Ash. Like if I don't like Ash from Well, maybe the Evil you Dead. are from Pokemon. Oh, I was thinking from the Evil Dead, but... Uh, oh, I think it's probably better if you say suck it to Ash from Pokemon because he won't chainsaw you. I mean, he might. He might, what if but the... he, doesn't have that cha- he doesn't have a chainsaw easily at hand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all right. I'll, I'll, okay, that's, that's fair. You've won this round, King. Um, ah, I like winning rounds. It feels good to be punnier than you once in a while. Um, <laughs> or as, as punny as no, you. No, 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 no. You've said it. You've said it. I've said it. I can't take it back. That's right. Um, it's out of hand. Um, let's... Do we want to explain Succotash? Oh, uh, it was... Well, yeah. Because when you didn't know if you... I mean, no is a perfectly acceptable... <laughs> oh. Yeah, no. Okay. No. Okay. <laughs> um, so uh, you should follow us on social media. You should. Okay, bye. <laughs> no, okay. So some of the social media you can follow us on. We've talked about our Facebook group. Yes, Unabashedly Obsessed with Reminder, Unabashedly Obsessed. Yes. You can find us on Twitter at UFO Podcast. Where you decide what the F stands for. And this week it stands for... Sure does. <laughs> Individually, you can find us on Twitter at unabashedly Aaron and at unabashed James. We're on Instagram at unabashedly obsessed, uh, Vine at UFO Podcast. 
Um, you can email us. And yeah, you can. At unabashedlyobsessed at gmail.com. Sure thing. Uh, one reason might you, why you might want to. Sure thing? Uh-huh. Why did I say that? Sure thing. <laughs> A-OK. Okay. 10-4. Um, one reason why you yeah, might want cool to. Cool beans. Cool beans. We've done this before. We've done this before, by we the way. We totally have done that. We're On a previous episode, we went back and forth on oh, this. About cool beans? Not cool beans specifically, but like, neato, A-OK. Oh. That kind of oh, thing. So cut all this. Or, or something. Or don't. You know, my favorite part of podcasts is when they're like, we'll cut this. And I'm like, but I'm hearing it. <laughs> you, one reason why you might want to uh, email us is to say hi. Right. Another reason you, why you might want to email us is because you drew us a picture of us recording something that you thought was hilarious and you wanted to send it to us. <gasps> you should totally do that. Please do that. Please do that. Um, I have, FYI, Another... I'm, I'm making Aaron's uh, birthday present. And uh, if I put fan Ooh. art, Aaron would probably be enjoying that. Ooh, yes, so, I would. Just saying. Uh, another reason why you might want to email us is if you go on iTunes to rate, review, and subscribe, and uh, you, which you should which do, which you should do, uh, and you've somehow wanted to rate, review, and subscribe, but you want to give the rating as less than five stars, <laughs> which would be an interesting choice. But I suppose maybe you're trying to just keep us honest. Keep us honest by emailing us and being like, "Here's the reason why I want to give you four stars. It's because you didn't explain Succotash." Right. Which would be a fair point. but And then you will get a shout-out in a future No Context Correction where we explain Succotash because we are willing to uh, sell out and not have our own thoughts and do our own things if it means that we get more subscribers. And five-star ratings. And five-star ratings. Um. So, yeah. Uh, you, so please please use that avenue. Let's see. Facebook. Uh, we are on... Uh, in addition to iTunes, we're also on Stitcher and Google Play. You can subscribe and rate on both of those, and you can review on Stitcher? I think that's what we've determined. You can absolutely subscribe on all of those, but yeah. I think, also, yeah. if you somehow listen to a podcast app or whatever, and we're not on it, and so you have to like go to the website and listen to it or whatever... Let us know, and we'll 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 track that down and, and make sure we're on there too. Because you know, right, th- I'm sure that there are up and coming. I'm sure that there are people that are like Stitcher. That is so two years ago. Yeah, we want to keep up to date, so you should let us know. I'm at two percent on my phone. Oh, so we so should go. Ha- <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, this has been unabashedly obsessed. I'm Aaron. I'm James. We talk a lot. And smoking kills. Thank you.